Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, folks? Happy Friday. It is the 31st of March, last day of March. Can you believe it? Three months have passed. It's been how many days so far has it been in the year? Like close to 100, almost 100, 100 days yeah. are in April. Either way, Believe in Commanders is still here with you. Glad to have you back for another episode of the Believe in Commanders show. My man, Brian Murphy, bearded, less beard than yeah. before, had yeah. a little shave. What's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, I had to clean it up a little bit. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How is uh how's your birthday week been? Happy birthday. I, oh I, man, I know I thank you. you. You got a lot of love on uh social media. Um I did. so yeah, how I was did. your birthday week? My birthday week has been going awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. I turned 40, y'all. So if you're looking at that. if you're looking at the YouTube, you're like 40, like you look like you can still play. So yeah. hey, well, maybe I can, maybe I can. But uh, no, birthday week's been great. I've I've never really I like celebrated my birthday much, um, but you know now I've been definitely kind of been more open and vocal about it. So it feels good. It feels good to get some love and have some flowers thrown and, and you know see all the nice posts. So I got to say thanks to everybody uh, for the posts and the messages and the calls and uh, the balloons and and everything. I definitely appreciate it. Forty feels great. Feels awesome. Can't complain. That's awesome. So good to hear it. And uh, yeah, happy birthday. You deserve it. And I'm a big fan of uh, other people's birthdays. I like celebrating people more than celebrating myself. So I hope you uh, continue the celebration into the weekend. As you mentioned, March is wrapping up, which is crazy, which means NFL draft is around the corner. So a lot of yeah. good stuff coming up. The draft is always right around my wife's birthday. Well, there you go. Yeah. So. Yeah. For a while, so my birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks, and for a long time, I always thought that the uh, draft was the uh, commander, the Redskins' gifts to me uh, uh, were, were their draft pick. So I'm going to ask you what what you would want from the Commanders here in a second. But um, we couldn't do this without our sponsors, who are still repping us, and we're still repping them, and that is BetOnline.ag. A perfect time to go there right now. Do you, you know all the sports that are going on? MLB started yesterday. We got March Madness wrapping up this weekend. We've got the Masters next week. NBA playoffs coming up. NHL mm. playoffs coming up. Uh, we mm. still have the XFL going on. There are all mm. kinds of things that you can bet on. So head on over there and use our code BLEAV for a 50% welcome bonus. Go use it. It's a for first time use. Basically, that means you put in 100 bucks. You're going to get 50 right back. So you really have 150 bucks to bet with. Uh, you can go put down uh, money on who you think is going to win the Final Four this weekend, who, uh, yeah. who's going to do the best uh, in the Masters. I think they have a few guys versus the field, so you can bet on that. All kinds of, of stuff, including futures odds for the NFL. So go check it out and use our code and make some free money back with that. So uh, we appreciate Bet Online. It is the best place to go for your betting needs. 
betonline.ag, where the game starts. I'm on that site right now, and it says the 50% welcome bonus up to $1,000. So, um, so you know, if you're trying to be like, let me jump a quick 10 in there and get five back, it's up to $1,000. Uh, so, you know, you put 2000 in there, you'll get $1,000 back. There you go. Dude, I'm looking at these right up there. Yes. They're right on cue. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. I mean, you got San Diego State, Florida, Atlantic, Miami, and UConn. That is the oddest selection of any four teams that I would even think of. If I was like name four schools, I would not come up with those four. Yeah, this looks like one of those brackets where somebody did a coin toss for all of their picks, and this is what <laughs> came out of it. And, hey, I mean, kudos to you if you got even anywhere close. Yeah, somebody's somebody's kid put that one together. Yeah, why and, is this yeah, and they were like, well, okay, whatever, Tanner. Like, we're not going to worry about it. But then Tanner's like, told you guys. Yeah, he's, he's making his dad a thousand bucks that he's going <laughs> to use on Bet Online this weekend for sure. Yes, indeed. Um, let's, let's get into this thing. What we got first on, on, the, on the docket? Well, most importantly, we got to talk about your birthday again. Happy birthday. I can't believe that you are, are 40. I didn't believe it until I looked on your Wikipedia page and it confirmed it. Everything on Wikipedia is true. So <laughs> you might be able to go in and change that if you'd like. But I asked you this off air. I gave you a little prep time. Uh, if the commanders could get you a gift, let's say that comes late in the next month or so. Uh, and I took out the obvious. Obviously, we know I think anybody's gift from the commanders would be sell the team, get a new owner in there that, that can make smart decisions. So I'm taking that off yeah. the table. But if the commanders yeah. can get you any other gift, what would it be for your 40th birthday? Ooh, man, for my 40th birthday. Well, one, uh, I'll give you two answers. I'll give you two answers. One, frankly, will be monetary. Um, can't even lie about that. It's, um, well, I guess I could come up with a third, but the, it would be, there was it's a your year. birthday, however many gifts you want. Absolutely. Um, the year that, that was, I think it was 2010, my rookie season, that was when the, the CBA, there was no CBA. That's right. It was an uncapped year. It was basically a free-for-all. Well, there was, you know, a, a bonus that was tied to your playing time. And it's, you know, it's weighted. So, you know, first round overall picks, like they're going to play all the time. They get a minute, a small amount. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you can imagine undrafted person is going to get a higher amount per play. Right. They're like, man, eh, you're undrafted, probably won't make the team. We'll give you, you know, big chunk per play. Right. I was undrafted and all that stuff. I would have probably, I would have made a good amount of money. Basically, I didn't get that bread because we didn't have CBA. So I would love to get that check back. That would be yeah, great. No doubt. That would be great. I am willing to substitute that cash for a small bit of equity uh, in whatever, whoever, whatever ownership is there. I'll take point, 1.3%. That's all I want. Okay. Since I wore 13. So you see, I did that. I like it. You see that? I'm not going to do 13%. That's a lot. Just 1.3. I may settle for 0.13. Either way, that or if I'm wanna, if I want a gift that's going to be able to give to all of, uh, uh, I almost said, uh, to all Commander's Nation, it would oh, be I said, a. I said deep, the R word already. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I missed it. Um, it'd be a deep playoff run. Oh, I like it. I this like season. It. This season, I'm talking like, you know, a couple games in, maybe to the championship where you got a lot of people turning heads. That yeah. would be the gift that I would want. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I love that. Uh, quick non-NFL story. 
like that. I feel like that there is a paycheck with my name on it at an mm. Abercrombie and Fitch store where I did the training and I learned how to work there and then was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And I dipped before uh, I was out of there, but that was paid training. So I'm kind of like you in the sense that I think I have a a, a little check that needs to be dusted off out of the safe that they should come my for way. So There's a website. There. There's a website for that. At least they have one in Texas where it's like okay. un- unclaimed funds. So you go go look it up on your favorite search engine and uh, see if they have one for, for Georgia and type your name in there. You yeah. may find it. There's like a check that was written in your name that, you know, you obviously never cashed or whatever, but that's actually a, it's a real thing. I got to check into that. And then you, you want a little stake in whatever's happening uh, kind of brings us to, I guess our first real, not re- no, your birthday is the real topic, our <laughs> next real topic. And those are the $6 billion bids that are coming in for the team. We've seen that that's been the big news. It kind of feels like, you know, there's been smoke, a whole lot of smoke, but it feels like that fire is really close. And uh, before we, we jump into those, I thought it was cool that RG3 was talking a little bit about um, his stake or potential stake in it. And it made me think of what you just said there and how there might be a bunch of names that are kind of collaborating. And um, it'd be kind of cool to see that. And we've seen some of the names, but what did you think of RG3? He kind of gave it away. He said he can't really talk about it, but he kind of talked about it in his statement that he might be involved with that Josh Harris group. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, I think that's cool. You know, it's exciting for him. You know, he's, he's definitely um, made it made a good career off the field after the game. So, you know, why not to get start to get into like equity positions and, you know, rub rub elbows with billionaires? Uh, that's a great business move by him. I mean, shoot, I tweeted at Josh Harris. I didn't know what his handle was. <laughs> um, I think a few people retweeted it. But I mean, like, frankly, I think I think a lot of players, um, I think especially more now, like generally players want to get into coaching. You know, that's kind of one of the things oh, I want to coach. I want to coach this team. I think I can do it. Uh, but then some players are having success in the front office positions. Um, And then now you're going to have players that are going to be really able to acquire ownership stake. And to me, I think it makes sense to have a good conduit. And plus, um, I mean, if you look at what Jeff Saturday did, he went from being an advisor to to Jim Irsay to coaching the damn team. So maybe RG3 wants to coach the team a little bit. But no, I I do think it's smart. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I mean, shoot, he he was a big face of the franchise for a while. And um you know, to, to try to get involved and, and, and get back in with the organization. You know, maybe he sees some good things going on as well. Well, we talked about it last time. It's like one thing when you want just a, a billionaire a guy with a whole bunch of money to come in because you think that they're going to make good decisions with the money or spend money where, where you think it needs to be spent. But uh, we said last time there's something to be said about um, guys who have been around sports and who better than the athletes that kind of can speak from that player's perspective and not just from the suits or the front office perspective. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, along with, with Josh Harris and his group was Magic Johnson. I think we might have talked about that a little bit. So that's obviously yeah. a guy who knows uh, media. He knows, uh, you know, sports. He knows all that. So it's just, it is cool to see the group that is kind of coming together and who I think is kind of the odds on favorite. We've talked about bet online, but if I could bet right now, I think it would be, that Josh Harris group. And we heard that they officially put in a $6 billion fully funded uh, bid for the team. And so uh, I don't know about you, but with, with Adam Schefter reporting that these bids are coming in, it just feels like a matter of time. And I don't know how much longer I'm willing to bet it's probably in the next month, but I feel like we are so close to this actually happening. Yeah. I think it's something that'll probably happen before the draft. Me too. Um, You know, um, the way that the NFL has been, 
rolling out essentially content. I mean, just event after event and then like, oh, hey, here's pro days and just everything's very strategic how it's all planned out. I feel like at some point they're going to say, okay, we got to get this to the sale to happen. We'll do it right before the draft. You can talk about it all through the draft and like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the pageantry that is the draft. First draft, it's not the first, but uh, they're in Kansas City this year, I think, for the draft. So they they move locations, the Super Bowl team. They want to focus on that being uh, an event. So before the draft is a is a spot for me. And then we got to mention there was the the billionaire uh, out of Canada, Steve uh, Apostolopoulos. I probably butchered that, but that, that wasn't too bad. Apostolopoulos. Um, and I, I read something that I guess this guy is on a rampage to acquire a team. I saw he's, that too. <laughs> he's in on the Hornets, uh, the Ottawa Senators, yeah. and then like oh, I think a baseball team or something like that. So, but he got money to, to to spend. I mean, there must be, I don't know. He's trying to get that cash tied up for sure. But either way, this is good that you have some uh, ownership uh, names that are actually out there. So, and they didn't they didn't uh, say Bezos was out. Right. Yeah. That Bezos could bid. Yeah. I feel like the longer this goes on, the, the, the more likely it is that we hear something from Jeff Bezos, whether yeah. he'd be interested or, or puts a bid in or not. I feel like yeah. we're going to finally hear from him because it, it feels like that's the name that's kind of lurking out there before a, a decision would be made. Yeah. I mean, I think any that guy can spend 42 million to build a, a clock that lasts 10,000 years. Um, he'll definitely be willing to chip in uh, to buy a team. My, my question. Oh, shoot. I kind of lost it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, here's my question. So I, you know, I do real estate down here. And sometimes you get expiration clauses uh, in, a, in a contract. I wonder if somebody's put an expiration clause on one of their bids. You know, they're like, hey, look, like either take it or leave it. Like, well, like, hey, this offer is for six billion and it expires on, you know, the 4th of uh, April. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like. And if everybody's saying that, because if if you feel like Bezos is gonna swoop in later, um, and you say, okay, we're willing to give you, you know, f- seven days to to think on this, or else we're just gonna pull our offer, because you don't want to sit there forever, right? You, you don't sit there and wait forever. You're not gonna sit there and say, oh, wait months for this guy to make this decision. Like, we we we've looked at it. We gave you the money. Like, this is everything you're asking for, right? You know. I have sellers that ask it all the time. Well, should we wait for wait for another offer? And I'm like, well, hell, you're gonna you might lose a buyer, mm-hmm. right? Trying to get something else. And the great Devin, the dude, it, um, uh, I won't quote it, but he has a song about it where he's like, hey, you got something that's good right here already. You don't try to mess it up trying to find something else that might be better. Uh, so hey, I, I say make a decision between one of these top two, um, if, and if they. Bezos doesn't hell give Bezos a, a deadline. Yeah. Just yeah. say, hey man, do me a favor. If you want to bid, do it by this day. And and I wonder if that's going on. I I don't know how billionaires communicate, but I, I wonder if there's a little bit of that. Like Dan Snyder, Dan and Tanya are just saying, you know what, we're gonna make our decision by you know, middle of April. I need mm-hmm. something from you, or we're just gonna go with these two. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think. I don't know that the Snyders are in really a position to roll the dice for a better offer. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure they yeah. want that out there just in case, but if you got two, $6 billion bids, you got to think that they're going to jump on, on one of those and might and be playing go by. Might be doing paper, rock, scissors, really. I mean, yeah, no like, doubt. Hey, man, best of three, right? Like, yeah, 
Yeah. That's, that, that's generally the best way to do it. You can't get mad if you do paper, rock, scissors. That's right. That's right. They're, that, both, they're both $6 billion. There's probably some finer details inside of there, but. I, I like the tweets. I, I saw people being like, why, why is this not like the price is right? Why isn't somebody going $6 billion and $1? Like mm. get that extra dollar in there. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And I, I agree with you. I think it'll be before the draft. I think Adam Schefter kind of reported that and kind of his thoughts on that as well. So, uh, and you're right. It just kind of leads into the draft. Cause can you imagine a team sells, then all of a sudden you've got this team that's picking in the middle of the rounds. That's gotta be a big question mark. Do they stay there? Does the new owner want to make a splash on draft night and, and make some sort of trade or move up or something like that? So yeah, you got to think that the NFL is, licking their chops at, at, at what, whatever this comes down, just the the amount of storylines that are just going to immediately come with it. Yeah, we got to get Shefty on the show. I'm going to send him a tweet. Yeah, do it. Um, and see if he's like, sure, absolutely, Anthony. Yeah, well, so yeah. we'll have a potential. We're going to manifest. We'll have an exclusive with uh, Adam Schefter on this I show like in the coming weeks. I'm manifesting this thing, right? I love but, it. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about the the draft. You brought up uh, pro days have been going on. Anthony Richardson is throwing the ball through the roof, it it, it Mm. seems like. It seemed like he was one of the last ones to go. Uh, There might be some more, but uh, the pro days are over. Uh, We know the draft order, we think, as of right now. We know the Colts moved up, all of that. Uh, You brought up a good question. After these pro days, who are your top five picks uh, what do you think happens, especially at the top of that draft? I'll let you kind of lead it off here with what you were thinking. Well, I know this much. Carolina Panthers did not trade up to number one. To... I said the Colts. I meant the Panthers. You're right. You said the Colts. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the Carolina yeah. Panthers The Carolina Panthers did not trade up to number one to draft a position player. They, dra- right. they went up there to draft a quarterback. They drafted a quarterback of the future. And for me, here's my destination. My draft day boom bombshell is Anthony Richardson is the number one overall pick. Ooh. I think that the, it's it's easy to, to clamp onto the Cam Newton 2.0, but, you know, a little few upgrades, got some more speed. This guy's got a rocket cannon army, just did his pro day last. So he's going to be more fresh on the coach's mind. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody's thinking, oh, Bryce Young, maybe it's a C.J. Stroud kid, both good players. But I think the the ability to just visualize him wearing the number one, should Cam give him his blessing? You got Cam Newton 2.0, and, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, you got Frank Reich as the, the head coach. So he's you know played quarterback in the league. It's going to be a good person to, to work around Anthony Richardson. And I mean, that athleticism, that arm uh, definitely could be the number one pick. I like it. For me, I'm going to disagree slightly. I think they go with more of a proven quarterback at the top, whether it be C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. The only reason I say that is because they've kind of – loaded up on some interesting weapons. They, they mm-hmm. went out and they got G- DJ Chark. They got Adam Thielen. Um, I think they picked up a tight end that I'm blanking on. Right? Maybe Hay- I think it's Hayden Hurst, actually. Yes, that is. And yeah. then they got uh, Miles Sanders. So to me, those are a bunch of veterans. They're not super young guys. Um, they're veterans. And it makes me think that they want to bring in a guy that is ready to play because they feel sure. like that NFC South is pretty weak. I sure. see what you're saying because – the, the X factor here to me is that they, they picked up Andy Dalton, who can step in and can play well yeah. and start games for you and give some time to a guy like Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. I just think that they want to see some success now, and that makes me think that they're going to go C.J. Stroud number one overall. 
But with all the numbers that you see, all the number, all the people that you named that they added, they're veterans who are going to do what they're supposed to do. They're going to be where they're supposed to be inside of it. Andy Dalton, like you said, he can start and he still has that competitive edge to start. That's why I feel like Anthony Richardson can make more sense because sure. if they say we're going to give him time to develop, that's why we have Andy here. People are going to be like, okay, that makes sense. It's not like a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud where you assume that they are in Sharpie at QB one. Yeah. You know, true. cause Andy, cause you know, you gotta have that conversation with Andy Dalton. Like, are, are you trying to compete and play or are you willing to accept a quarterback number two spot, be a mentor? Um, from last year, she was out there still slinging it around and, and competing with Jameis Winston. So, you know, to me, yeah. I would think that he still wants to be the guy. No, and, I'm, you know, I think that all those weapons that are around could be around Anthony Richardson. Like Adam Thielen is going to be a very reliable uh, target. Yeah, Hayden Hurst will be a very reliable target. Um, if if Miles Sanders can run the ball like he did in the past, that's going to be very reliable too, where you don't have to throw it 30, 40 times, sure. you know, and now you have his athleticism as well. Anthony Richardson, that's that's the like number it. one pick, man. Well, so I want to go with yours because mine's kind of boring if I take C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. So how does that shape out the rest of the top five? That leaves Houston with basically a pick of their their choice of the top quarterback. Yeah. Arizona, I don't know if they're going to move on from Kyler Murray. Uh, they're the third pick. Indianapolis is the fourth, and Seattle is the fifth. So with Anthony Richardson going number one overall, that still leaves two high – priced high commodity quarterbacks right there for the taking what does the rest of your top five look like well shoot you know mind you this is the first time i've done this but i'm you know thinking it out on 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 the go yeah uh, i think houston is gonna would go cj stroud um i think houston will take cj stroud um arizona they hell they may be able to just flip spots with indianapolis they're going to be a prime trade position because people are going to want to jump up for bryce young yeah. Um, and then, you know, Will Levis has kind of put, fallen in there. So the, the teams that could potentially, I mean, I can see Indy, I can see Indy jumping up there, but I would still say Arizona is going to go get defense. Like they're sitting in a great position, probably still be Will Anderson, Indianapolis at that point, they can say, Hey, Bryce Young, now you're, um, you know, you can come up to Indy and, and do this thing. Uh, and then what you got Seattle. So Seattle still goes defense uh, to me, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of those other teams, um, maybe like Vegas may think it's great to jump up if they like Bryce Young that mu- that much to try to yeah. jump up to three, you know what I mean? Or if they like CJ Stroud that much to try to jump up to three. So Anthony Richardson, I think he's going to be that number one guy. And then, and then that kind of shakes some things up. Um, it'll get interesting for sure. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, should Anthony Richardson fall, I think uh, Indy makes a lot of sense there. Be, or I say fall, not doesn't go number one overall. I think he just drops down to number four because they have a, a Gardner Minshew who can who can mm-hmm. play for a year, whoever, however long. If you don't think Anthony Richardson is ready, um, I don't think the Texans are would be in the Anthony Richardson uh, sweepstakes. I don't know who their veteran quarterback is, but it doesn't seem like they have a guy that they would feel comfortable, you know, putting ahead of him. That's why I think they're a lock for either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. I feel like they want yeah. the guy that can play right now and be the face of their franchise immediately for, for D'Amico Ryans. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can see where he came from. Uh, the team that had like seven quarterbacks in one yeah. year, uh, anywhere yeah. from Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and whomever else may have showed up and suited up at quarter. Uh, Josh Johnson uh, for a portion in the year as well. So if he gets his defense playing right out down there in Houston, he needs a quarterback that's going to make right decisions and provide some stability. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to go light it up, but he's going to want the guy that's not going to turn the ball over. Um and is and can play behind a good defense like so that that puts a Bryce Young in my in my mind mm-hmm. like I can just envision what he did down in Alabama you know so very talented defense and he's able to still have success on offense be smart with the football um, so yeah the, Houston would be very happy yeah if, uh, if, if they're sitting there with that decision at two yeah so a couple of things I I'm with you I think Arizona goes defense I think Will Anderson is a lock there if they don't find somebody to trade up with, like you were saying. Uh, I think the draft kind of starts there, to be honest. I think that's kind of a catchphrase. You know, do they move out? Do they do they pick uh, a defensive player? I think that it could be really interesting from three on. I think mm-hmm. with Anthony Richardson having such a good pro day, I think Will Levis drops a little bit. I don't know that he's going to drop out of the top ten or out of the first round, like I've heard a couple of people say, but I think mm-hmm. he drops a little bit. I think Anthony Richardson kind of solidified himself as – I don't know where you position him, but at least in the top three, which leaves Will Levis as the fourth quarterback. Yeah, and then that's kind of what I was thinking um, of them coming out anyways. But I, I would probably with a big question mark around Richardson there, like, well, what is he going to look like at the pro day? Look, did really good, looked well, looked great. Yeah. And so I think that was one of the ones where they can easily lock him in there. And then that athleticism, that, that separates you right there, especially in the, how the league is now. Yeah, you know, you're able to move around with your legs, and I mean, Jalen Hurts had a hell of a season uh, running the ball. So, no you know, hey, having a quarterback that can move and and uh, and create plays with his legs is extremely helpful. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, speaking of the draft, uh, some things could shake up here in the next. What, we, what does that mean? We have 27 days till the draft. Never know if Lamar mm. Jackson's going to sign a deal with somebody and get traded, you know, get the Ravens their compensation. Does Aaron Rodgers finally get traded? I feel like there could be some moving parts before we get to the 27th. Like, I just don't feel like everything is set in stone when it comes to the first round. But speaking of Aaron Rodgers, do you feel like he is holding not only the New York Jets hostage, but the entire NFL hostage, especially with the draft right around the corner? Man, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not ashamed of having a little bit of attention. No uh, You know what I mean? He's not ashamed of that. You know, is he holding them hostage? I mean, I just think he's, yeah, yeah, he is, he is, 100%. <laughs> Period, I mean, yes. <laughs> but, but I mean, but but when you mentioned it earlier, hell, the, the two teams have to now come up with their compensation and what's going to what's going to work. So now, is it Green Bay being a little petty? Are they, are they holding the league hostage? I mean, that. I'm sure they're trying to hold up what New York is trying to do, even though he's going to a, a whole different conference. Um, they, they're they technically in no rush to do anything, you know. And yeah. Hell, you never know. It may it may involve some draft picks. Like, hey, we'll be into the draft. Like, if you're at whatever pick the Jets have, I don't have it up now, but 13. whatever pick. Yeah. So if the Jets are at 13 and they want to, you know, trade for the Packers and the Packers like, well, give me 13 and we'll give you Rogers. And so, or, or like draft this player, trade him to whatever it is. Like that could be a play too. I, I'm just starting to, you know, think outside of the box, but uh, with seeing that the OBJ mm-hmm. is probably, I guess the reports are that he's leaning towards signing with the Jets. 
Um, I'm sure he would love to be playing in the same stadium, different color. I feel that. I feel that. Want to get back uh, at his uh, former team, the the Giants. But he's apparently they think he's waiting to see if Aaron Rodgers actually goes, which I mean, frankly, makes sense to me. Like, I, hell, if I sign up there and you're like, ah, nope, sorry, still, you know, Joe Flacco, you're like, damn it, you know, this is not what I came here for. But well, I mean, I think something has happened at least in the draft. I agree, and I, I kind of think, is this affecting the Lamar sweepstakes or lack thereof? I mean, is a team waiting to see what kind of compensation the Packers get for Aaron Rodgers? Mm. I know he has three more MVPs. He's got a Super Bowl, but Lamar Jackson's age, I feel like they're pretty comparable um, yeah. in terms of, of what you would be getting or giving up or whatever it takes. So, yeah, I think that there are a lot of, like, holding patterns right now that kind of revolve around Aaron Rodgers. And I think you're right. I think he loves every second of it. He loved to talk about how he was going to the bunker and, you know, coming out like the, the groundhog, whether or not he saw his shadow and being in green Bay. All, I mean, I, he loved that, but you're right. The part of it is the, the teams have to figure something out, but that's why I think with these moves, with a couple of key free agents still being out there, I go back to what I said. I, I don't think that the draft order is set as of mm -hmm. right now. You know, I don't think the draft is going to start with it currently like this, whether it is Lamar Jackson, whether it is Aaron Rodgers that affects that. I, mm -hmm. I do think that and not even holding hostage. I think that everybody's kind of they've made their they've made their initial free agent acquisitions. Now they're kind of like, OK, what is this going to look like? Who's going to be the first team to move in this kind of second wave? I don't know. The bell goes off You're right maybe. on it. Yeah. You're so, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there that I think that it is kind of like putting the NFL kind of in a standstill and, and yeah. something's got to change and then some more dom dominoes will fall. Yeah, I mean, frankly, there is some gamesmanship to that NFL draft as well. So, I mean, if you're anticipating potential moves up at the top, like I mean, if we're saying right, if Richardson goes first, there's definitely going to be somebody trying to make a move, and and they may be willing to trade up, and yeah, that could affect what happens in you know in those middle spots, which could intend actually affect Washington too. I mean, just the way chips fall, like you know, you saw Jalen Carter has been taken off the Raiders board. Now I, I think he's on just about every other team's board. Um, you know, talent from talent from a talent aspect. Um, he's going to be available somewhere, you know, so teams may be willing to fall back a little bit if they're following uh, Jalen Carter's position, thinking they can get him a little bit later. Yeah, so. you're absolutely right. And, and with Anthony Richardson performing so well, maybe he does move up to uh, one through four. You pick the number the fourth quarterback being taken. If all four of those guys go before the commanders at 16, we don't think the commanders are in the quarterback conversation, at least in the first round, but that means that they're getting a pick from arguably a top 12 player, a non quarterback. Mm -hmm. And so you're absolutely right. It affects them. Do they then see a guy that they're, they're kind of antsy for and want to move up or do so many good players fall down the board because of some of these moves that they're able to move back, which is always my first option. So yeah, there, there are a lot of dominoes that can fall and, it, I, I like that the NFL has kind of become like the NBA where players are moving on draft night or, yeah. you know, leading up to the draft. It makes it exciting and it makes, you know, 
even last year, you know, the, the commanders were sitting there at 11 or whatever it was and were, were ready to pick. And then all of a sudden they're picking 16 and now they have a, a quarterback in Sam Howell and Brian Robinson. So you never know how things can change and um, how things can change the night of. So I'm excited for it and I can't wait to see what this next month brings because uh, the NFL never sleeps. And we know we're going to hopefully get some ownership news, some teams moving around. It just never stops. Yes, indeed. Oh man, I was—I was, I thought we were talking about the draft next. I was like commander specific. I thought we were, um, but like talk you to said, me. What do you got? You, well, I'm just saying you addressed it perfectly, and saw another couple of cornerbacks names that have been, you know, thrown in. You know, Emmanuel yeah. Forbes out of I think Mississippi State, um, young fellow out of the University of Maryland. His name has been thrown around in there. So uh, this is it's definitely going to be an exciting you know, next few weeks leading into the draft. And uh, I was just thinking in my head about it. I remember last year we were doing this show after the draft. And I remember I was saying how I had rushed home from sports or from camp to to get back to watch the draft. And right when I turned it on, they're like, Washington has traded. And I was like, yeah. dog, and I was speeding through the city trying to get back here. And then they backed up to 16 got a hell of a player. And I shout out to Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Uh, got to get him on the show too. I traded for Jahan in uh, this Madden league. Um, so welcome to the squad, man. You, you actually challenged you this week. Um, you got to get 150 yards receiving. Easy. Right? So Easy. we're going to boost those XP points. He can do that in three catches the way that guy can break it. I, th- I think that, yeah, I think they hit a home run there. And if Sam Howell, you know, uh, pans out to be your your starter for the next few years, that's a double win because that that that's what you got in that trade. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I love it. And you're right. I was I was gonna do a, a quick hit. I think with Joe DeLeon, they, they were doing uh, you know kind of instant reactions, and I'm sitting there waiting on the pick, and it moves down. And then like I didn't end up talking to those guys for a couple, you know, like an hour later. You know how mm. long those picks take. So. Yeah, never know what's going to happen. You got to keep your head on a swivel when it comes to draft season for sure. Yeah, buddy. It doesn't stop, y'all. It doesn't stop. But you know what else doesn't stop? Bet online. Got That's all right. those sports for you. Go check them out. Uh, thank them. Well, we thank them for being a sponsor to the show, uh, keeping this thing rolling. But yeah, go check them out for all your sport betting needs. You can bet on the draft. Maybe you want to pick what position is going to go first or who's going to be the first quarterback. You can do that on there. Um, it's really cool. And I think you'll enjoy it. So go check out Bet Online. Also, check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms, good people. Um, you got TuneIn Radio, uh, Watch Stadium, uh, Sirius XM from time to time. You'll catch us on over there. Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the birthday wishes once again. And we will be back next week. Who knows? We might be talking about a new team owner. I'm going to tweet at them too. Yeah. Say, hey, man, Get come on, on hop on the show, man. Just come, come on, holler at a former player, man. The, the bell's ringing. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let, them, let them know that if they need an Atlanta office, I'm available. I can work remote. Um, yeah, but you never know what's yeah. coming. We'll, we'll be ready for an ownership change. We'll be ready for any trades, all that good stuff. I, like we said, we've, we've always said the NFL never sleeps. And uh, I'm sure there will be big news coming uh, in the coming week. So thank you for checking us out. Be sure to check us out in all those locations. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Yes, indeed. Y'all be easy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.